Hello, I'm James Martin, and you're listening to another episode of The Match List from Clutch Football. I'm joined by my regular guest, Fabio Duarte. How's it going, mate? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yes, I'm very well, thank you. Uh, for any new listeners, we run through value and wildcard selections every week for three of the top Premier League fixtures. Wildcards have to be at least 3-1, to one, with an overall wildcard of at least 8-1. to one. Some big games coming up for you this week. We've got Chelsea against Leeds, Spurs against Arsenal and Liverpool versus Wolves. But before we get into that, a quick roundup of last week. We started off with Southampton against Manchester United. Fabio, how did you get on there? Um, yeah, I think I can feel aggrieved here. Uh, I've backed Southampton or draw, double chance of 4-5, to five, and then Southampton to win at 3-1 to one on my wild card. Uh, obviously, Southampton were 2-0 up at half-time, lost it really late on. Yeah, uh, they were unlucky. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a tough one to take. Um, I had a similar situation, but I did le- at least manage to get one out of two of mine coming in. So my value is both teams to score at four to six. That ended up being quite comfortable. Uh, but yeah, my wild cards was even more the other way compared to your tips. I went Southampton minus one at 11 to two which again was looking good for a while there, but uh, ultimately, yeah, a great comeback from United, to be fair. Uh, next up was Chelsea against Spurs. I think I was quite unlucky here, to be honest. Um, I tipped Son to score on the value. That wasn't hugely close, but my wild card was one all, 2 all, or 3 all. So, of course, it finished nil-nil, uh, the only plausible draw I hadn't covered. Uh, and, I mean, as nil-nils go, it was a fairly sort of lively and entertaining one, but uh, no luck there. What about you? Yeah, um, I think I was also unlucky on this one. I had Timo Werner anytime score at six to four. Uh, obviously, he did score, but the goal was ruled out for offside. And my wild card was Son first score at seven to one. That never looked hugely likely. Chelsea were definitely more attacking. Yeah, a classic Mourinho defensive masterclass in many ways. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to play the bad luck card again on our last game. I'm afraid um, I predicted a Wolves win on the wild card in Arsenal against Wolves. Uh, but unfortunately, that was combined with my value tip of under 2.5 goals, just so that I could get it over that 3-1 that to one threshold. So yeah, I was one goal out on both counts, on, on the value and the wild card. So no joy again. How did you get on? Um, I also went with the under 2.5 goal market, so just missed out. Um, it wasn't bad luck on the other tip, though. That was... Just a bad tip in the end. Arsenal to win 1-0 at 6-1. Wolves were by far the better side, even without Jimenez on the pitch. And um, yeah, that one was gone pretty quickly. Yeah, and of course, we all hope Jimenez makes a rapid recovery. Things are looking promising in that regard. But horrible collision with David Luiz. And you forgot to even do an overall wildcard last week. So we'll move on swiftly from that part of the roundup. Uh, right, on to this week's match list. Uh, we're going to kick things off with Chelsea, your team, against Leeds United. Uh, what's your value pick here? Um, I've gone for both teams to score no at 5-4. to four. Um, I think Chelsea to win to nil is the far more likely outcome there. But uh, this one does cover both bases in case Leeds do manage another 1-0 win. They've had a few recently. But Chelsea are in great form. Uh, defensively they've been keeping a lot of clean sheets so yeah I just expect another win to nil hopefully yeah fair enough I'm thinking along similar lines in some ways but I like how you've covered 
multiple bases there. I've just gone with a very simple Chelsea to win at eight to fifteen uh, for many of the reasons you've just said. But yeah, it, it's it's um, it's a case of like you say, Leeds have had a couple of one nils, but they're they're so hard to predict at the moment. Um, Chelsea are just on on really good form. Put the put the draw against Spurs to one side, and they've been winning most of their games recently relatively comfortably. So. Yeah, I think they'd have to be favourites here, and I don't mind that at slightly better than one to two. Yeah, obviously I agree with that one. Um, my wild card is a bit out there, struggling to find anything over three to one that I'd like the look of. So I've gone for Kurt Zoom anytime scorer at eight to one. Um, he scored a few goals already this season from corners. I think he's got three so far. Uh, a lot of our defenders look likely to score. Chilwell keeps getting in good positions. I've gone with Zuma. He didn't play midweek. Should be back in the starting lineup this time. So yeah, that's it. Eight to one seems all right. Well, yeah, I mean to be honest, mate, none of your normal tips are coming off anyway. So you might as well tip Zuma to score and go for glory. Um, but yeah, I, I like the thinking. Uh, I think Chelsea have scored six set piece goals already this season, which is is the most in the league. So and as you say, Zuma is a a constant threat in that regard. So yeah, it's it's got a good a chance of any is coming off. I, I don't know exactly how vulnerable Leeds have been to set pieces, but I think Liverpool scored one from a corner against them back on the opening day. So just purely going off that, sounds like it could have a chance. Uh, my wild card again, I was struggling to some degree. I went for an exact scoreline in the end, three uh, one Chelsea at ten to one. It's it's so hard to call. Like we said, Leeds are very tough to predict at the moment um but with Chelsea being free scoring um Leeds will probably give them more space than Spurs did in behind and, and by the same token Leeds should offer a bit more going the other way so so you back them to maybe grab one goal but equally Chelsea should be too strong for them going forward so yeah I don't love correct score markets but if I'm going for it I think 3-1 sounds the most likely and you know 10 to 1 that's nice odds yeah it's entirely plausible um I also don't like to predict those sorts of markets. If I do, it's the low-scoring ones. Um, but ten to one, you never know. Yeah, I don't think it was it was anyone's favourite one to tip that. But we've managed to cobble together a couple of wild cards for you. Uh, we'll move on to Spurs against Arsenal. Uh, I've actually gone for your value tip from the Chelsea game here. I have both teams to score no at evens. Uh, I nearly went for Spurs to win, which is also at evens. Uh, the form definitely suggests that. But with both teams to score no at the same odds, I, I think I prefer this market. Neither side have been free scorers. And particularly if Mourinho does set up similarly to that Chelsea game we mentioned, you could easily see one or even both sides failing to make a breakthrough. I suppose the concern is that Arsenal, in all honesty, probably haven't warranted that same kind of respect from Spurs in their setup. But, I mean, Arteta is struggling for goals at the best of times. So even if Spurs are a bit more positive, you wouldn't necessarily expect Arsenal to get on the score sheet. So so both teams have scored no at evens. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, we've sort of swapped roles here. I've gone for Tottenham to win on this one. 19-20. Um, yeah, all the same things you were saying. Tottenham are looking the far better side at the moment. Uh, Arsenal don't look good going forwards not particularly strong at the back, especially against Tottenham, who, when they want to attack, are very good going forwards. So yeah, I think it's there for Tottenham to take. Yep, as I say, I nearly 
nearly went for that myself. Just weighing it up, I, th- I think, just because on the off chance that Arsenal turn up, then you could easily see maybe Arsenal looking a 1-0 as well. So I feel like they'll cover more bases. But yeah, both of them entirely plausible tips. Uh, what's your wild card here? Um, I've continued on the Tottenham theme. and I've gone for Harry Kane, first goal scorer. Um, I say it every week. I'm not a big fan of the first goal scorer market. But Stop tipping it then. <laughs> trying to get 3-1 to one or higher is difficult. This is a 3-1. to one. Um, Kane's got penalties. It's him or Son for Spurs, who always look most likely to score. And crucially, his record against Arsenal is very good. Yeah, that does make a lot of sense. I tell you every week I don't like tipping first goal scorer, but you know one of these will come up eventually, and it is a way of boosting those odds. Um, speaking of which, I have slightly cheated on this wild card. Um, so I've gone with Spurs to win by exactly one goal. I'm calling it three to one. Uh, I, I do have a confession to make. The best odds on this market that I found are actually forty to seventeen, which weirdly sports pays are offering. But given that given that forty one to seventeen would be three to one, which is the wild card threshold, I'm allowing myself to go for it. Um, so yeah, Spurs to win by exactly one. As as I mentioned earlier, the form favours Spurs, but equally probably suggests a narrow and kind of relatively low scoring contest. So a one nil or at a push a two one seems very possible. I'll let you off there. I think it's a decent. <laughs> All right, um, so I'll, I'll swiftly move on before you change your mind and make me think up a new tip on the spot. Uh, last game in this week's match list is Liverpool against Wolves. Uh, I've backed my own team here, Liverpool to win to nil at 13-8. to um, It's probably brave to predict a Liverpool clean sheet this season, particularly with those injury issues, they're well documented. But if anything, just from watching them recently, the lack of the first-choice centre-backs has made the team drop a few yards back, and at times they almost look more secure, if anything. Um, they were very unlucky against Brighton. I'm not going to get into the the specifics of that penalty now, but suffice to say it was controversial. Uh, and then they shut out Ajax midweek. So especially with Jimenez out after that horrible clash with Louise, I, I do fancy a Liverpool win to nil here. Uh, well, the good news is someone's probably going to get something right. Um, I've gone the other way. I've got double chance Wolves draw at six to four. I don't think Liverpool have looked too convincing recently. I know when we started doubting them against Leicester, they swept them aside. But uh, Brighton created plenty of chances. They're fortunate to get the draw in the end, but before that, they were wasteful. Uh, obviously, Liverpool slipped up in the Champions League as well against Atalanta. So I think Wolves have a chance. Um, Jimenez. Being out is obviously a blow, but Fabio Silva's highly rated. He hasn't had a chance yet, really. So, yeah, that's what I've gone with. Wolves will draw. Yeah, I suppose that is contingent on on Fabio Silva slotting in fairly seamlessly. And if he does, then of course it's a possibility. But I, I think it's harsh to say that Liverpool haven't looked convincing recently. I think that is particularly predicated on that Brighton game, which... For one thing, we'd look on very differently without that late penalty. And for another thing, I don't want to sound too much like Klopp here, but it was a Saturday morning kickoff, or well, sorry, Saturday early kickoff straight after we played Wednesday midweek. So I think it was inevitable there was going to be a bit of a, a drop off there. But you're, you're right, there, were, there was Atalanta before that. So certainly not at the levels of, of last season, but, but that's to be expected with injuries. And for me, even the, the injury afflicted side 
should be good enough to get past Wolves here. But like you say, I mean, we've covered most of the possibilities there, so hopefully someone gets something. Uh, where have you gone on your wild card? Um, I've gone for Fabio Silva. Anytime goal score at three to one. Uh, obviously, I mentioned that he's not really had a chance. I don't know a lot about him. He's very, very highly rated. Um, yeah, with Jimenez out, he should be the focal point now. He's got a lot of good creative plays around him. I know Wolves haven't really fired this season, but Liverpool have their defensive injuries. Defensively, they haven't been that good anyway. I could easily see a Liverpool clean sheet and this not coming off. But for the starting striker to be three to one ten for an anytime goal scorer, I think it's all right. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that is a, a case of playing the numbers, isn't it? When the focal point or the, the likely focal point of the team is as high as three to one anytime, it's it's often value. Uh, I, I, I can't add too much to your your profile of Fabio Silva. I saw a tweet about him the other day. I can't remember who it was from now, but it said, uh, if someone told me that Fabio Silva was a member of the band Blossoms, then I would believe them, no questions asked. He certainly has that kind of indie band member look about him. He doesn't necessarily look like an elite striker, but I mean, that means nothing at all. He's probably going to bang a goal in now. Um, my wild card is Neko Williams to be carded at 5-1. to one. Uh, this is very much contingent on Williams playing. Trent's nearing a return, so I definitely wait and see the lineup before backing this one myself. But if Williams does start, it'll be a stiff test against a tricky wide player. That'll probably be Daniel Pedence. Um He actually had a very solid game against Ajax, to be fair, but we know he's not averse to a rash tackle. So this could be good value if he starts. Yeah, I have seen that on a few occasions. I've seen him. And also, should he not start, that bet will be void. So it's not the end of the world. Yeah, it's a, it's a fair point. But obviously, if you don't think he's going to play, there's still very little point backing it. Uh, OK, let's go to overall wildcards. Have you deigned to give us one this week? or? Yeah, after my little break, I've decided to tip a wildcard this week. Um, I'm back on the accumulators fourfold at 17 to 1. Um, just backing a load of favourites, really. Chelsea to beat Leeds, which I've already touched on. Uh, Leicester to beat Sheffield United. I know Leicester surprisingly lost to Fulham, but you'd be surprised if they make it two weeks running against Sheffield United. Um, Everton to beat Burnley. Everton haven't been in form, and that's probably why their odds are around evens. And lastly, Southampton to beat Brighton. Uh, Brighton ruined by accumulator last time, but I fancy Southampton here. Okay, we've done pretty well there because I've also gone for a fourfold, but we only have one team in common. And thankfully, we agree on that as well. Um, I've also included Southampton to beat Brighton, which uh, is probably the one bringing the most value to both of our accumulators there. I think it's individually priced around sort of nine to five. But yeah, I mean, I like the look of it too. Capitulation against United aside, Southampton are clearly in good form. And yeah, Brighton is kind of the other way around, really. Aside from from the win and the draw in the last couple, they've, they've been really struggling to pick up results before that. So yeah, I quite like that. And then the other three I've included in there are uh, City to beat Fulham, which is a frankly pathetic 1-10, to 10, but I needed it to get over the 8-1 to 1 threshold. Um, and then it's finished off with Spurs and Liverpool, which we touched upon in the main match list. So that comes in at just around about 11 to 1 overall. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, the Southampton one pretty much inspired my accumulator. I thought the odds were really good on that one. 
And even though I went against Liverpool in my value tip, um, value was still over evens for a double chance. So Liverpool are definitely favourites there. So I think it's a good accumulator. Okay, well, that would be nice if both of them come in. That would save our week somewhat, sort of render everything else fairly irrelevant. It's been a while since we've had one of these big winners come in on the overall wildcards. I think it's about time. Uh, but that wraps up the main part of our matchups this week. I will hand over to you for our fan team player matchups. So, for the fan team player matchups, is basically a set of head to head contests with fantasy points deciding for winner. Each week, you can select a few matchups to build an accumulator with. Uh, James and I will be discussing the matchups each week and keeping a season long points tally. Uh, last week, we had Richarlison against Diogo Jota. Uh, both of us picked Jota, who scored. Richarlison didn't get any attacking points, so we were right on that one. Uh, next up was the interesting matchup of McGoldrick versus Grant. Uh, both of us picked McGoldrick um, on the basis that he had an asterisk and he would win when they both blanked. They did both blank, but McGoldrick didn't play, so <laughs> Grant wins that one. And... The last one was similarly interesting. Uh, we mentioned how Lacazette and Haller may not start. Neither of them did start. Uh, we both picked Haller, who played more minutes, and West Ham won the portion of the game where he was on. So he wins over Lacazette. And after that, I'm leading 9-7 overall. Uh, first up this week, we've got Sadio Mane against Gabriel Jesus. Um, where are you going, James? Uh, I've actually taken Mane here. Might be controversial. Uh, Aguero is back in contention, so arguably Jesus is a bit of a rotation risk. Of course, if he does play, he could grab an absolute hatful against Fulham. But particularly with the asterisk, I'm hoping Mane could be a valid differential pick here if you've gone Jesus, which I'm kind of hoping you have. Um, yeah, well, I put this selection in here, sort of trying to tempt you to go for Mane trying to cause a bit of a difference this week because I have gone for Jesus. Um, obviously, he's playing Fulham. If he gets half an hour or more, I'd expect him to get some attacking points. I don't rate Fulham, especially not against Man City. It should be a bit of a rout. And uh, Mane is against Wolves, who are a lot more defensively sound. So, yeah. Yeah, you've probably successfully baited me there, to be honest. I'm just keeping my fingers crossed that Aguero gets gets the nod from the start. Yeah, that would really curtail my plans. Um, next up, we've got Mateus Pereira against James Ward-Prowse. Um, I've gone with Pereira against Palace. Uh, Palace haven't been good recently. If I had to pick a side to win that one, I'd probably go for West Brom, although it could easily be a nil-nil draw. Uh, James Ward-Prowse has scored a lot of direct free kicks. He's also getting assists. He is the form player. But given the fixtures, I'm backing Pereira. Okay. Um, I'm backing James Ward-Prowse for basically all the reasons you just said before you said the word but. Um, James Ward-Prowse is the one in form. Uh, Like you say, he's been deadly on set pieces, both with, with the goals and the assists. Uh, and also, I, I had a quick look at Brighton. They've conceded four set pieces already this season. That's probably about average, but they're not some kind of amazing side defending set pieces or anything. Uh, and yeah, so I'm just hoping Ward Prowse gets some returns from a dead ball situation. Pereira, yeah, it is the kind of game where he could actually be influential because Palace sit deep and 
it's it's more like the championship where Pereira was pulling the strings all the time. But yeah, I, I think I'm just going to back the form books and take Ward Prowse here. Um, yeah, I think the thing I can cling on to there is that Brighton is supposed to have the best expected goals against in the league. But um, maybe part of the reason that they don't is their lapse in concentration from set pieces. So, <laughs> yeah, difficult one to call. I've gone against the form books. Maybe I'm wrong on this one. We'll see. Um, lastly, we've got Pierre-Emerick Bamiang against Neil Mopé. Who have you picked? Uh, we both completely rejected Aubameyang the other week, and I'm going to do it again. Uh, I don't think Arsenal will have much attacking joy at all against Spurs, whereas Mopé has a reasonable chance of notching against the Saints side that conceded three last week. Much as I'm backing Saints overall, I don't necessarily think they'll win to nil. And if Brighton do get a goal, then yeah, Mopé's a pretty likely source. So yeah, I've, I've gone Mopé. Yeah, exactly what you said. I've done the same thing. I've also got Mopé. Um, we said how we're not confident on Arsenal's attack in the preview. Um, I also think Southampton will win, but not necessarily to nil. So yeah, Mopé looks like the obvious choice here, even though it's against Aubameyang. Okay, well, um, that rounds up this section of the podcast. Okay, thanks a lot for that, Fabio. And that means that we're also wrapped up for this week overall. Remember, you can find us on Twitter at Serving Up Clutch. Remember to tune in next week where we'll be running through how we got on this time around and bringing you a whole new set of games. For now, thanks for listening.